Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Blind Donkey Runner High School Football Podcast. I've decided to do two episodes this week. One with Georgia coaches and one with Tennessee coaches. This episode will be with Coach Mike Holland of Oglethorpe County Football and Coach Rich Finley of the Bowden Red Devils Football Program. I hope you... Enjoy the episode. Stop recording. Hey, hey, how are you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. Um, congratulations on ending the season on a good note by beating on Mercy 44 to nothing on Friday night. Well, thank you very much. Um, it was a good senior night for our kids, and now we gotta we got to turn and shift everything to trying to win a playoff game here at home. Yes, sir. Um Looking back at film, how do you feel like your team performed on Friday night? Well, yeah, anytime you score score 30 or 40 points in a game, you got to feel pretty good about what you did offensively. And then, you know, we didn't let them score. So, uh, overall, uh, I was very, very pleased offensively and defensively, you know, with what we did. We came out of it healthy. That's probably the most important thing going into the first round of the playoffs. <clears throat> Um. Uh, how are who were or what units were some of the standout units for you guys on Friday night? Uh, well, our our kicker was I think he went five of five on PATs. He was one for two field goals. He missed a forty-four yarder. So the kicking game was pretty good. I think he had six touchbacks in the game. So that that's that's touchbacks are very important in playoff games. You, you make somebody yes, start sir. on the twenty. It's it's hard to drive 80 yards and score. Um, you know, from an offensive standpoint, uh, we hit some big plays at times. Um, you know, still a little bit inconsistent on some drives, and that, that has to tighten up each round of the playoffs. And then, uh, you know, defensively, I think we held them to six yards rushing, but we did give up 183 in the air. So, you know, we've got to tighten up in the secondary a little bit. How did you prepare for the duality – the dual quarterback of uh, DeSantos. Well, like- we, we knew we knew he could run a little bit, so um, we we had our play the five man front and kind of had our ends out there to contain him and keep him in the pocket. We wanted him to throw the football. We were going to take one one of his uh, dimensions away from him, mm-hmm. and uh, a couple of times we had good coverage and, and he got the ball in there and, and we tackled him when they caught it. But there were a couple of times that we weren't looking at our our receiver or read key. We got caught looking in the backfield and let those guys run right by us. And, and when, when they did, he put the ball on the money and they caught it. Um, so you said you guys are healthy coming into the playoffs? Yes, we are We are healthy. We, we've got one, one D lineman, his shoulder's a little, um, little sore, but not anything that's going to keep him out. So I feel pretty good about our health right now. Now, you guys are going up against Commerce this week, and I may be bearing the lead with this, but they, that's a real tough third seed. Yes, they're actually the four seed, and, and yes, oh, it is. You, you're, you're really playing a one seed. Had they won Friday night, they, they are the region champs and the one seed. So uh, there's a lot of talk that we've got the actual toughest first-round playoff game of, of anyone in the bracket. And uh, and they are very capable of beating us. We have to have a very good week and be ready to play Friday night. What challenges do you think the Tigers bring to you guys offensively and defensively? Well, um, I know Coach Hollers well. He was at North Cobb Christian uh, the last three years, and we've played against each other. His teams are always known to be physical, tough, um, and they are run heavy. If, they, if there's 60 plays in the game, they're going to run it 58 times. So Oof. defensively, we have to be ready for a physical football game, and we have to find a way to get them off the field and not let them run eight or nine minutes off every time they get the ball on offense. So that, that presents a problem for us getting the ball to our, our offense. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, offensively, you know you're going to get limited possessions with the ball you have to be efficient, and you have to go score when you do have it. So that, that poses problems. You have to kind of simplify what you do and run what you know uh, works. Um, 
and, and they fly around on defense. So, you know, it's going to be a fast game where we may be done. It may be when, when our game's done, it may be the, the third quarter of other games just the way they're <laughs> going to run the clock. Um, now, do they do the winning tee or what kind of – do they run out of the triple option or what running um, – Well, in the, the past three years when he was at North Cobb, they ran a lot more triple option than they're running now. Mm-hmm. They do run it. Um, but they're more of an of an ISO power and trap team the last three weeks. They do get in some wing formations, um, but they get in a lot of too too tight in the high formation as well. Have you seen any teams this year on your schedule that run like they do? Yes, they are a lot like playing Harrelson County. Of mm-hmm. course, that's the one game we did not win. So uh, that that kind of you know makes you tighten up, and that'll help our kids tighten up as well. Um, in that game, our offense had the ball six times the whole game. And, uh, you know, we scored two of those and, and they scored on two of their possessions and they beat us 14 to 10. So, you know, that, that game I think has prepared us for Friday night. We'll, we'll, we'll help us, you know, get ready to play this game and our, and our players know what to expect. Well, in that game, y'all, you guys were on the goal line at the end of the game, correct? Not the score. Yes, and you know, you, yeah, I'll, I'll never blame a game on on officials, um, but we did score with about fifteen seconds left from the one yard line, and we had a illegal motion penalty called. Um, so, so really, we're one play away from being ten and zero. Um, but it was a great, great, uh, you know, learning tool for our kids, and and I take nothing away from Harrison. They they played as absolute as hard as we did, and. They deserve to win that game as much as we did. So uh, hats off to them. But but now our kids know, hey, every, every little detail matters when we tell them that at practice. Everything needs to be done right in practice so that you don't do something like that in a game. Yes, sir. Um, you know, that, that's not a bad loss. I mean, Harrelson County, they are they ran through Region 5. So they did. They're nine and one, and and uh, you know they're they won the region championship. No, it's it's not. I mean that we played that game to kind of get us ready if we were to see Irwin County, and and obviously it, it's actually going to help us to get ready for this week's game too. So I'm glad we played it at this point. Um, I was gonna. You know, I guess you haven't had practice this week. I was gonna ask you about practice. <laughs> um, so I guess we had. We're going out today in just helmets. We've got an extra day to prepare, and I hope that benefits us more than it benefits commerce because um, we play Saturday night instead of Friday. Now, what time will that game be on Saturday night? Uh, 7 o'clock. At Warren Peaceful. At Warren Peaceful. And I do think it's going to be broadcast on that NFHS site. I don't know. Um, and I'm sure that we'll have – one of our radio stations here too, um, covering the game from Gratic Sports. Um, they do a great job, either either 102.7, 92.1, or 98.9. I, I would assume there's there's three Saturday games in our in our county, us, Mount Zion, and Carrollton. Mm-hmm. I assume that the three radio stations will be covering our three games. I know that Casey Bass and Clay Harden are calling your game. I don't. I think it's. I'm assuming 92-1 or B92 country. Yes, it, that 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 may be right for those two. Um, Casey Bass. Here, here's some dirt on Casey Bass. He, he oh, actually he actually played defensive line down at Warner Robins for my dad. My mm-hmm. dad was his coach, um, and, and it's a true example of a coach taking. Somebody and molding them, somebody with no talent and molding them into a great high school football player. So you can tell Casey I said that. Um, <laughs> just teasing with him. But uh, he, he's a good friend. And, and they do a great job on the radio. Um, they do a great job. So that's, that's two good ones to call our game. I love, I love listening to a game from Casey because I feel like I learn a lot about the game of football from him. Yes, he does a great job. Um, I've known him, known him quite a while. And, and uh, he may have been down at Warren Robins the same time as my brothers. I don't know. He's probably a little, maybe a little younger than them. Mm-hmm. But uh, but go way back, and man, I, I give him as much heck as I can give him every time I see him. So you went from being a demon to being a devil. Yes, yeah. I kind of, you know, my mom kind of felt like it was the right place, the right job at the right time. You know, the colors were very similar. We were a crimson 
red, um, kind of a little more like uh, Alabama's red, not mm-hmm. not a Georgia bright red like Bowden, but even the the uh, the lettering on the helmet, the logo, we have a a what they call a block B. We had a block R at uh, Warner Robins, so very similar in in a lot of aspects. Um, hmm. The two schools. Um. When you said a red color, I was thinking South Carolina, but I guess you're probably you're closer to Alabama, I guess. <clears throat> yeah, one of them was it was a little closer to Alabama than than South Carolinas. Ah, um, how long did you stay at Warner Robins? Well, I was a player there. Um, I was a player. That's where I grew up. That's where my daddy coached. Mm-hmm. Um, he was there from 1973 to 2004 when he retired so he was there i guess 31 years uh at warner robbins he had um, made some stops before that but I, I was there 89 well 88 89 and 90 was north who was king of the county then was it north side or was it warner robbins oh heck no it was warner robbins i think we had uh, we'd won three state titles at that time uh, they had won zero um, it was kind of disheartening to me when the, the north side takeover happened in about 97 98 mm-hmm. um but uh we were the kings until then i think we were maybe i don't know all time we might have been 25 and five against them and then of course that's kind of evened up a lot now but warner robbins are the kings again they've played for the last four state championships in that classification winning it last year they're if if all things work out, they'll have to play Cartersville in the second round of the state championship or the second round. Yes, yes, I saw that in the brackets. And then my brother-in-law, he is the O-line and strength coach at Jones County, and they're in that bracket as well. Oof. Uh, so that there's a lot of a lot of family, you know, and just a lot of good football teams in in that quadrant alone. I know it's. I mean, out of that, I think it'll be Ware County, Warner Robins, and Cartersville going for it. Yes, and I think Ware County is uh, Warner Robins' only loss this year. Um, yep. It was a close game, but uh, that was the only uh, only loss they had. I think it was twenty nine to twenty two or twenty eight twenty one, something like that. It, it was something very close. It, it was something odd. Twenty nine sounds right. It might have been twenty nine twenty three. Um, I can't really remember, but it, it was something along those lines. Yes, I kind of follow Ware County from a, from a distance because I used to. You know, Jason Strickland's there, and he was at Lamar County when I the first couple of years I was. And Franklin Stevens took over. He had a couple of Lamar County uh, staff members, so I, I kind of follow them from afar. Yeah, that's that's pretty neat. I, I know Coach Strickland; they do a great job down at Ware. And I was at Heard when he was at Lamar, and we kind of played against each other. And then Franklin Stevens and I were on the same All Star team, North South All Star High School All Star game. Back in 1991, uh, we were both offensive linemen on that team, so I got to play in that with him and have known him for a while. He is huge. Yes. I just remember walking up to him, and I was like, whoa. <laughs> yes, he uh, he was a big guy back in those days because he just got through playing at, you know, or was about to go play at Georgia Southern, I think, um, which most of our O-line was, was going to go play at Southern off that all-star team. Well, I guess he's a favorite at- – Oh, I'm sorry, I cut you off. I didn't mean to. No, that's all I had. Uh, I did, I guess uh, Casey, uh, Casey Bass is a big fan of Franklin Stevens. Then. Uh, probably so. <laughs> uh, probably so. <laughs> um, yeah, he's a he's a Southern guy. What position on the line did you play? Well, I played center in high school, and then got to college and realized I wasn't athletic enough to play center. So I ended up playing uh, offensive tackle uh, when I got to the University of West Georgia. What makes a good offensive tackle? What skill set do you have to have? Well, really, really two. Um, you know, you have to be just nasty and and vicious, and and you know, you have to love to be in the trenches, and and you know, you hit every play. You hit someone every play. So they have to be really, really tough guys mentally and physically. And then the second thing is you've got to be one of those guys that are willing to play an entire football game and never have your name called out. You have to be a selfless person. You're, you're doing all the dirty work for all the really talented players to go score. 
So I, I think those two qualities, being mentally and physically tough, and then being a selfless guy where you don't you don't care for any glory. This is kind of a weird question, but uh, do you think wrestlers make good offensive linemen because of their agility and feet? I think they make great offensive linemen and defensive linemen. And we encourage every year when the season ends, we try to talk to every lineman in our program, starters all the way down to our freshmen, to wrestle. I think it makes great football kids and the great football players. Well, you just made my heart explode because I'm, I'm a wrestler. I wrestled in high school, and I'm a huge supporter of wrestling. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, yeah, I, I think uh, I don't think there's anything better that a kid can be doing. I mean, it's a lot better for a kid than basketball, but obviously if your skill set's better suited for basketball, we want our kids playing something right. in the winter where they're not just going home and hanging out. But uh, if you're a big boy and you're a lineman or you're a, a linebacker, you're not talented enough to play basketball, you need to be wrestling. And Bowden has a pretty darn good wrestling team, if I'm not mistaken. We have. We, we've got a new coach that's been in here, the I guess, the last three years. He's our linebacker's coach, and he was a wrestler in high school at Central Carrollton, mm-hmm. and he's done a really good job with our kids. Um, I don't think we've talked about your coaches. Uh, let's go through a list of your coaches and uh, talk about who they are and what they coach. Okay, I'll, I'll start on the the defensive side. Um, our defensive coordinator is Ty Runnels. Um, he coaches our defensive line, and, of course, he's in, he's in charge of our defense. Then we have Jarrett Thomas. He coaches our linebackers, um, and he's the, the coach I said that, you know, went to Central High School in, in Carrollton. Mm-hmm. And our DB coach is Delonzo Harris. Um, he is a Northgate graduate, played at Fort Valley State University, and he's been with me for the last five years. So he's been with me the four years at Bowden and the one year I was at Westside Macon. And swinging to the offensive side of the ball, our OC offensive coordinator is Randall Curbo. He uh, came over from uh, Heard County this past off season. And he's got, I think, seven region championships and a state title under his belt from his time at Heard. And our uh, receivers coach is Clayton Young. Um, he's been with me all four years here. Our running backs coach is Brad Yarborough, and we just hired him from a school from White Plains over in Alabama. Mm-hmm. And then our offensive line is Blake Morgan, and he had been coaching at Central Carrollton the last two or three years, and he's new to us this year. So um, had, had a couple of guys, you know, after having a little bit of success, kind of venture off with some coordinator positions and, you know, had – had two guys leave us in the offseason. Our OC actually went to Heard County and just kind of did a swap. His name was Jake Yates. He was here, uh, won a region championship last year. He went to Heard, and Heard's <laughs> offense coordinator came here. Um, and then uh, our running backs coach left for an OC position at Thurrell High School in Atlanta. Um, is there a DJ Kerbo? Is that name? DJ Kerbo is, is Randall Kerbo's brother. He is the defensive coordinator at Heard County. Okay. I, I knew that Kerbo – I knew that name sounded familiar. Well, he's kind of one of my mentors. He, he's – you know, he I, I coached down there with him for probably nine or ten years um, from about 08 to 16, 2016 or 17. And a lot of the way I do things is, is based off the way he did things down there. He, he was a great mentor to me. Well, it seems like that Tim Barron tree of coaches is doing really well this year. I mean, you guys won a region championship. Uh, Tim Barron won in his first year at Villarica. Heard County's doing pretty good down there. Yeah, Tim, Tim Barron, he was my best man in my wedding. Um, he and I played at West Georgia together back in the, you know, early, early 90s. So I've known him a long time, and, he, and he's definitely, as far as a head coach, He's been one of the, the biggest influences on me, and I've been fortunate to work for, you know, probably five or six really, really good head football coaches, and uh, and he's one of them. So you, you can see the things he does works. I mean, he went and won a region title at Villarica, and, of course, we've gotten two in a row here. So, uh, you know, if, if you've got to – you know, I think that's the measure of a, of a really good head coach, not just what his program does, but what the guys that he, he mentors does when they leave that program. Yes, sir. Um, I mean, he turned that program around quickly at Villarica. I don't think they were anywhere close to a region championship, and then this first year they get a region championship. Yes, it, it, it was fast, and he he uh, 
he's got the right support. He got to bring in a lot of, you know, good coaches like I did here. Um, the county and Mr. Coward, our superintendent and principals out there, they're great people to work for. Now, is Bowden a county school or is it Bowden City or how does that work? No, it's a county school and our county has five schools, us, Mount Zion, Villa Rica, Temple and Central Carrollton. And, uh, but our superintendent came from a, a one uh, school or one county school system uh, where they had one school in the county and, and, and that has been created here. You know, there's a city of Bowden. So our middle school and our elementary school, all those kids come to Bowden High School. You know, there's a city of Temple all those kids go to Temple. There's a city of Villarica. So we're all very fortunate. It's not like Gwinnett County or Cobb County where you have a huge county with a bunch of high schools. Right. You know, we have cities here, which even though we're county schools, we're, we're almost like a city school in, in that aspect. So um, that, that's a great feeling. You have your, your hometown and you have your fan base. Um, and they're not just parents of the kids who go here. The, the whole the whole city comes to watch Bowden play or the whole city of Villarica or Temple or vice versa. Well, the, I made it to the Temple game a couple of weeks ago against Bremen, and that aspect was proven. I mean, every, that whole town showed up. That both sides were filled, and it was a raucous environment. Wait, I can imagine uh, Warren P. Sewell is. Yeah, it's, it's going to be it's gonna be rocking here uh, Saturday night, and I imagine commerce is going to travel well, too. Um, so that there should be a lot of people here. That's a tradition-rich program. Yeah, probably yeah. that has about as much history as, as Bowden, very similar programs. And uh, I imagine that there's going to be a lot of people here. Now, have you guys faced Commerce in the playoffs before? Uh, Bowden has back in – I looked it up the other day. There has been one previous meeting. I cannot remember the year. Maybe – Maybe 2002. The only meet we've ever had, Commerce won, uh, I think, 40, 41 to 22. Hmm. Let's don't bring that one back up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I put it on the scout report for our kids to look at um, when they when they get those uh, this evening. So I want them to know there's been one meeting. But, but I've never coached against Commerce in my 26-year coaching career. So this is my first time. Uh, I had a friend that coached over there a few years ago, and I was wondering if you knew him, uh, Bob Finch. Uh, he was a lot. Probably. I don't. I don't know him personally. Um, I've heard the name through coaching, but no, I, I don't know him. He's on uh, Coach Milligan's staff now at Green County. I got you. Um, yeah, I don't know him, and uh, like I said, I've my first time coaching against these 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 Commerce Tigers ever. Well, I got two or uh, three fun questions for you, and then I'll let you get out of here and get back to your day, Coach. Um, yes, sir. If you were on a desert island. Three, three things. What movie would you take? Okay, let's go. What movie would you take to a des uh, deserted island? I would probably take Shawshank Redemption. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. It's the one movie that if it's on TV and I'm flipping channels, I'm going to stop and I'm going to watch, watch whatever's left of it. So pro probably that movie. I absolutely love that movie. It's probably one of my favorite non-sports movies. Yes, it's one of mine. I, I, will, I will say that. Um, what book would you take to your desert island? Who? what book? Um, you know, I used to be a big time John Grissom fan. So anything John Grissom, um, or any, any type of, uh, you know, head coach's guide to, to being better at what, what I do for a living. So it'd be one of those two things, whether I wanted to read something to make me better at what I do or whether I wanted to have something for leisure reading. Is John Grissom, is that murder mysteries? Yeah, a lot, lot of law books, a lot of law mystery books. Um, yeah, some of them are, are murder mysteries. Some of them are uh, inheritance mysteries, things like that. Oh, okay. I, I thought I recognized that name, but I wasn't sure. Um, and finally, what album would you take? What music album would you take? I would take a collection of the 1980s, the whole decade. I think that's the greatest music ever produced. Um, so if I could take... Uh, the hits of the 1980s, that's what I'd take with me. Are you a Metallica fan from the 80s? I, I like Metallica. That's some good workout music. Um, but uh, but I like about everything in the 80s. Uh, you know, arguably 90s and, and 80s are the best decades of music. 
Um, music's gotten a little too vulgar for me now. Um, oh, yeah. Not not the same. That's back when music was clean and fun, and everybody listened to the same stuff, adults and kids. Mm-hmm. You know, times have changed on that, but uh, I, w- I would definitely take uh, the hits of the of the eighties, eighty through eighty nine. Um, we, uh, I think it was Inner Sandman. We worked out to that every day in wrestling practice. Yes, Inner Sandman. Uh, the Metallica is a good one now. There's a lot of good stuff from the, the late '80s. A um, lot, lot of, lot of rock and roll hair bands too. Um, that's the, the Bon Jovi era, the Rat era. Um, so there, there's a lot of good bands from from that time period. Um, what music is playing at practice nowadays? Well. Um, Usually we try to play what, what gets the kids motivated, what gets them excited, what gets them to have fun. So, I mean, we're going to have some rap on. We'll have some rock on. And, you know, believe it or not, a lot of our kids, they like country. So we, we try to, you know, we let them create the playlist. And, uh, you know, once we look at it and approve it, that's what we let them play during practice. So that's kind of how we do it. Awesome. Well, Coach, I've enjoyed this as always. Uh, good luck against those Tigers on Saturday night, and uh, go get a W in the first round of the playoffs. Yes, sir. All right. Thank you very much. Enjoy talking with you as well. Talk Thank to you, you uh, next Monday. All right. Look forward to it, Coach. You have a great week. All right. You too. Thank you. Next up on the podcast, Coach Mike Holland of Oglethorpe County High School Football. Home of the Patriots. And my alma mater. I'm doing good. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, I wanted to have you on the podcast for a multitude of reasons. The biggest one being uh, I actually graduated from Oglethorpe County back in uh, 2008. So, Oh, okay. The Patriots are my alma mater, so I'm kind of proud Very of cool. Um, I figured we could start off the podcast a little bit with a little bit about who you are and your coaching career and how you ended up at Oglethorpe County. Okay. Well, yeah. Um, so I started out my, uh, my coaching career at West Hall High School in 2007, uh, and I was there for a while. I started out on the offensive side of the ball, doing, and I did special teams there. Um, after I, I stayed there for four years, and then I went to Clark Central, uh, coached uh, Leroy Riles, who's now at Cedar. I definitely consider him one of my um, – I think I lost you. Did I lose you? I'm not sure what happened here. Sorry about that. I think I lost you. Okay. It's this app is. You there? Can you? Yes, sir. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Uh, We're. What? At what part did it drop off? Uh, you were talking about Leroy Riles, and you were at uh, Cedar. Oh, or he's at Cedar. Well, yeah, he's at Cedar. I, I was. I worked with him at Clark. Um, and then I went to Johnson for uh, Johnson High School for um, six years and five of those years, five or six of those years, I worked with uh, Jason Rockmore and he really let me in on a lot of the details as far as running the program. And- um, All right. Yeah, I'll just make sure I keep it. Uh, keep it up so it should be good there we go. so 
you spent five or five to six years at Johnson. Yeah, I believe it was. I believe it was six, five years with Coach Rockmore, and then one year with Coach uh, uh, Luttrell. Okay. Um, were you there before you came, or right before you came to Oglethorpe? Or well, I had actually when Coach Luttrell left, um, I was the. Uh, I, I just I didn't. Uh, Coach Harrell, who came in, he's a great guy and all that stuff, but I just didn't really. Uh, another transition uh, with coaching system and everything like that. So I went and actually uh, spent a year at Appalachia High School um, with uh, Coach Lottie, who I had met um, early on in my time at, at Johnson and Coach Lottie. Um, that was a great, a great, great experience for me as well. So um, ever since I didn't get that Johnson job the first time around, it was almost like um, I, everything lined up perfectly for my development. Um, I actually know uh, one of the coaches now at uh, Appalachia, Quay Searcy. He was a star at Lamar County and uh, played at Georgia Tech for a while. Oh, okay. I got um, you. I, I followed Lamar County for a while when I was down there um, at school. Um, and then you came to Oglethorpe after Appalachia? Yep, one year at Appalachia and then um... – of um, and I had actually uh, the guy who was the um, assistant athletic director at the time, Coach Stoudemire. We had actually I worked together at um, at Clark, so um, I kind of just sent him a sent him a text, kind of feeling it out, seeing what they were looking for and stuff, and we got that, and it ended up working out great. So, what brought you to Oglethorpe County? Like, what what stood out to you about the job? Well, what's uh, and what I tell people is this too. When I, when I was at Johnson, um, we played Oglethorpe uh, in the last two years there, and I felt like that second year, you know, I felt like they had some really talented kids. And then I was able to watch some film um, about you know watch some film on them um, through huddle and stuff like that. And it's just I I love that it's a small town, small town high school football. Um, I think there's com- great community support. I think um, there's definitely you know, talent there as well. So, I mean, to me, it was a diamond in the rough. And I told them that when I, you know, when because the, they asked me the same thing. They said, why Oglethorpe? So. Yeah, we've we've been struggling for a while with football. Um, we'll get it back on track, though. Awesome. Um, also, uh, Coach Harris, who you took over for, was also my track coach in high school. And, like, I had a really – we were really close. I, he's really close. And um, I've heard he's a you know what's crazy? a really really um, great guy and actually he oh, yeah. was kind of because I never I've never met him but uh, he he's actually helping out with uh, Appalachia now so that was kind of weird how I came oh. from Appalachia and he went to Appalachia. <laughs> oh wow, yeah I I would not be I would have not been the track athlete I was if it wasn't for him like he he was a great guy. And, um, great, just great overall guy. So yeah, I've heard that numerous <laughs> times. So, when you're coaching, would you say your style is our preferred side of the ball is offensive or defensively? Um, well, the my I started my career on offense, but um, where I really got to um, cut my teeth, I guess, was on the defensive side of the ball. Um, so uh, I would say I would say it's probably defensive. What I was all. Always- do a lot of special team stuff too. What do you enjoy about the defensive side more, or do you have a preference? I do. I I, uh, I like that. Um, I actually like scheming people up and really digging down. I'm kind of of a nerd as far as like digging down in the data and you know down and distance type stuff and and seeing what they like to win. And I really like to get in. You know, uh, offense coordinators said try to anyway and. Uh, um, and kind of just approach it that way. I, I just really love diving into that data. I'm I'm a nerd too when it comes to sports, so I I agree. <laughs> I, I can feel you there. Um, what defense do you like to run? Well, we um, hey, now I have a defensive coordinator here. His name's Stanley Lattimore, and I was always a three four guy, but um, really suited us to be four three. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Uh, in the off season, I did a lot of work with like uh, you know four three defensive stuff and and all that kind of stuff, and then we based out of a 
out of a four three, um, which you know he calls the he calls the defense and does a great job. But you know, as far as inputting the game plan and all that kind of stuff, it's definitely uh, um, we're we're definitely both um, collaborating there. But it's uh, I think I'm glad I've done that now I've, because I've always been a three four guy. But um, when we got some of the dudes that we had up front uh, this year, it just made sense, and we were we're weak at line, not weak, but. Or we didn't have the numbers at linebacker that we had at D line, so it just kind of mm-hmm. made sense. That makes sense. Um, what offensive st- uh, style do you guys run at Oglethorpe? Based out of the pistol, um, you know we are we're we're a power run team. Um, if you look at our, um, you know, if you look at our uh, breakdown, I mean, we're power counter stretch, um, and then we do try to do some uh, spread cut. Co- concepts with fast screens um slow screens and, and quick game type stuff so uh it's a bit more um we, we we got into some inside zone some inside uh zone read uh, that kind of stuff toward the end we have a very mobile quarterback um mm-hmm. and he's coming back next year so we're really going to invest in him in, in some of those areas and, and think that we can uh do better as far as that goes awesome so getting to the team uh this year you guys we're two and eight, if I'm not correct. We're three and seven this year. Three and seven. Okay. Yeah. Um, and there were there were three region wins, correct? Yes. Now, uh, how do you in your first year? How do you feel like you're you've done or coached the team overall this year? How do you, how feel how do you feel about your progress over the year? I mean, I think we, we were all very disappointed because uh, it came down to we won those three region games, uh, and then we had to play Laney uh, the next to last season to. To seal the four spot, uh, and then we were we pointed that that we weren't able to get it done. But um, you know, oh, I mean, so overall, very happy with like the program stuff that we've been able to implement as far as getting the kids where they're, you know, they know if the sun's up, we're lifting. They know that we're going to have uh, price of responsibility grade checks, and they know that you know we're going to hold them accountable in the classroom, in the weight room, on the practice field, and I think. I think um, even though, like, the it, we obviously wanted to go to the playoffs is a big goal for us, but I think being able to implement those things, um, I think it's going to pay dividends for us. Awesome. Um, Laney was the team that was competing for the last playoff last year with them, too. So That's right, yep. That was, yep, and that was, a, that was a heated game, too, on both sides. It was very, very intense. From what I heard from last year, it was heated as well, so – I think it, I think I think that comes with the territory. It is. Um, I mean, both of them, you know, fighting for a fighting for a playoff spot. I mean, that's that's good stuff. That's fun. Do you know if I'm assuming Oldsworth's going to stay in Double A for next year? Correct. Yeah, it's the, when the numbers came out, we're toward the bottom end of Double A. That's right. Would it be possible if? How likely is it to move to Single A? I don't think it's going to happen. I think we're about five. Uh, teams away so uh, I don't see that as being a, a possibility but I mean I don't really I mean if we were to go to single A now you're in there with you know Commerce and Wash, uh, Washington Wilkes and those guys and there's some good football down yeah. there too um, so I mean it wouldn't be one of those things where it's like better uh, you know situation or anything like that as for if we were to drop down to single A so I'm happy I'm happy where we're at right now really would you more likely stay in the Augusta region kind of talk has been i'm not really sure when they come out with the regional alignments where they're going to put us i doubt they would just put us in there i think um you know i think the last they petitioned over to that region um Mm -hmm. but i'm not real sure how it's going to shake out just yet with west side moving up they're moving up to triple a like they're moving up triple a right now um right that's the playoff team that out of that region if if we are able to stay in it well, I would assume the other region would be eight, and that would be like yeah. you know Union Banks, Raven, that's, Elbert, Elbert, and that's a tough. It is. Um, we were in that region most of my high school career, so with Green and Putnam and all them. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, um, I'm curious to see where Putnam lands um, as far as the regional alignments and stuff like that go too. Um, let's see. So how does the offseason look for you guys? Are you gonna uh 
uh, weight rooms still open, you know, fall? Oh, yeah. How do you- yeah, we were – I was very lucky. Our administration, when I came in, uh, we had talked about, you know, how, how big of a priority the weight room is for me. So we have probably 90% of our guys in first period weight training. Um, there are a few guys whose schedule just couldn't, you know, you know work it out where they – they could do it. Um, the big thing for us is like with us being so small, you know, there's very few of our kids who just do football. You know, a lot of them are doing basketball. A lot of them are doing uh, wrestling. Wrestling's really big. Uh, Coach Stoudemire, you know, <laughs> won state dual championship last year. They just reloaded. They got a ton of kids out, and, and they look they look pretty good. So, um, so it probably won't be of the kids who don't um, like play a winter sport. Then we'll have those kids in a four-on-one. Um, but I want those kids. I, I'm a big proponent of those kids who play other sports. Just give, give your time and effort to that sport and become fleet. I I like that idea. I I I've always been in the mindset that play, uh, kids should just play as many sports as possible. Well, you can compete. I mean, the, the better. I mean, you know, yeah, you can get some stuff done. Um, you know, fundamental wise and all that stuff, but there's a lot to be said for actually competing against other teams, you know, in multiple different situations like that. You mentioned uh, Coach Stoudemire. I was, when I found out he had got the coaching job at Oglethorpe County, I was super excited for wrestling because I knew wrestling was about to take off. Yeah. Yeah. He, he does it the right way. That's for sure. Um, I wrestled and ran cross country and track. So I, I was oh, okay. kind of biased. Um, so, who are your other coaches, and uh, talk about a little bit about who they are and what they coach. I already mentioned uh, Coach Lattimore. He uh, he's our defensive coordinator. Um, he helps uh, he helps me out some too. Um, we've got Coach uh, Gary Hughes. I was able to bring him in. I had worked with him previously um, at Johnson. He's our offensive coordinator. Uh, he coaches our quarterbacks. Uh, we got Steve Irwin. Um, just a great guy. He's been around. Um, he, he used to be at Athens Christian. He, he coaches our O-line. He's been at Oglethorpe for a few years now. Um, uh, Tennyson Hole, he's a, he's a community coach. Works He works with um, uh, UGA, come all, come over after after work every day and, and help us out. And then um, I'm sure Coach Gresham around when you were there. Um, he's oh, yeah. Still, he's still helping. Um, yeah. a very valuable member of the staff as far as just uh, helping me. He's been a great job as far as helping me connect with, um, you know, the community and the people he knows in the community and everything like that. So, um, and then um, our D-line, uh, Coach Gresham coaches our DBs. Our D-line uh, is Webb Allgood. Um, he he works as a um, pair pro right now. He's finishing up his degree. Um, and then we have a tight ends and H-backs coach, Bryce Bonner. Um, he's um, – He's new to Oglethorpe this year, and um, I'm just really, really happy, uh, happy with my staff. I hope I can hang on to all of them. <laughs> um, that Bryce Bonner sounds familiar. Was where was he before Oglethorpe? Well, he was actually uh, his um, was actually in the private sector. He was working at Delta, oh. so um, yeah. So he wouldn't. Uh, he didn't. He, he's from Lee County though, um, and I think his dad is a. Um, is a referee and, and things like that. So he's been around, um, but he just hadn't been in, in football. Oh, okay. Um, the one thing I remember, I think I remember Tennyson Hole, and he was a distance runner when I was, when I knew him. Oh, really? Yeah. I think if that's the same person, I think it is. I've I never met another Tennyson Hole. <laughs> he was a, they called him T Hole, and he was yeah. a, good, a really good distance runner. So, oh, wow. And yeah, I remember Coach Gresham. He was, he was, uh, interesting character on the track and field scene. Oh, yeah. Sure. Um, so, how are the other sports doing at Oldthorpe County? Are you, are you the athletic director? or No, no. Chris Patel um, is the athletic director. He just uh, – this is his first year doing that. He's also the head baseball coach. Okay. Um, so, um, but, you know, softball, uh, they were they were region champs. Uh, baseball made the playoffs last year. Um, basketball, we just hired Coach Brown, who, um, you know, he played UGA he him, uh, basketball at UGA. Uh, I'm trying to get him to come help me out with football. He won't, I can't get him out there. Yet. But um, so, I mean, it's, it's on the upswing. I really do believe that it's a great place for, for athletes. Um, and Mr. Principal, she runs a real tight ship. And, and I, you know, I love teaching there as well. So, 
Um, you mentioned teaching. What what uh, subjects do you teach? I actually teach science, and I've actually, I, when I was head baseball coach in um, at Johnson for two years, and those are the only two years I was in PE. Um, but I graduated with a PE degree from University of Georgia in 2007, and and I've only used it for those two years. But I was able to go through a different, um, an alternative certification route to um, to teach that, and I ended up. It's one of those things where I would have never thought, but it ended up being a blessing because uh, I actually really enjoy. Um, you know, teaching in the classroom. Uh, what What's your favorite uh, aspect of science? Like what's uh, – Physics. I like I've taught physics. When I was at Johnson, um, I taught physics. Right now I'm teaching physical science. Um, but, uh, yeah, probably, you know, I was I – was, I did some life sciences early on, stuff like that, human anatomy, uh, physiology, and stuff like that. But I would say definitely physics is probably my favorite subject to teach. Well – you and another coach that I interview a lot, uh, Coach Clayton Morris from West Carroll, would get along. You, you guys are both loving uh, – y'all both enjoy the science. Oh, okay. Yeah, very cool. Uh, I'll have to reach out to him. Yeah, he, they uh, just won their first playoff game, and they're going to the second round. But Oh, wow. Um, uh, yeah, chemistry was – I like science, but chemistry was always the struggle for me. I was terrible at, you know, the – balancing chemical equations like i told coach morris so that was yeah yeah when i was in school i hated it too but now you know i, I look at it kind of like a puzzle and stuff i really enjoy that kind of stuff awesome um so if you weren't coaching i'm gonna get in some fun questions now and move okay. away from the serious stuff <laughs> all right uh, if you weren't coaching football what would you be coaching Ooh. I've coached – I coached wrestling for a year. Um, I was – you know, wrestling was probably my first love in high school. Uh, I like to coach basketball. I never played basketball, but I love to watch basketball, and I think the pace of it and all that kind of stuff. So if I wasn't going to coach um, football, I'd learn, I'd love to just get in with some folks and learn uh, coach some basketball. You said wrestling was one of your first loves? Yeah, yeah. Who would you wrestle for? Uh, at West Hall, I actually graduated uh, in 2002. Um, Shane Lancaster and, and Brad Whitfield were were there. Shane Lancaster ended up going to Flair Branch and then Winder for a while. So that's um, a pretty good program. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think, but yeah. So that was probably that would probably be it. Um, I think West Hall was pretty good when I was in school. I can't remember, but I think they were. But being up there in Gainesville and Flowery Branch and East Hall, that's a pretty tough area to you know compete. Yeah. It is. It, it sure is. Um, let's see. Uh, what are some of your hobbies outside of football? Ooh, well, I have I have four kids, um, so they keep me pretty busy. Um, so, uh, but I mean, we love we love the beach. We have a timeshare down in Daytona, and we always um, there at the at the off week, um, uh, you know, the dead week, and we always go to. Uh, just relax by the beach. Um, I'll, although out in Oglethorpe County, the the kids they're about to they're about to take me hunting, so I got to get my hunter's license, <laughs> all that stuff. I'm I'm excited to to take up hunting for sure. Everybody, a lot of folks get hunt yep. there, so. Oh yeah, uh, that is true. <laughs> um, yeah. What is an? I know these are random, so. Uh, That's all right. What's a Friday night environment like at Oglethorpe County now? Uh, well, um, I try to, to minimize like dead time with, you know, like we, it was very structured as far as meal at, if we're home or away. If we, if we're home, uh, you know, we eat it at three thirty and then come field house by four. Um, they have, uh, a, a little bit of time to, to that get off their feet. But then it's um, then we have offensive meetings, special teams meetings, defensive meetings. We do special team call out and stuff like that. So I try to keep them um, busy and, uh, mm-hmm. but not like uptight. So you know we're not like I, I don't know. I've gone back and forth about having room during downtimes and stuff like that. But I just think that the kids get uh, too hyped up too soon. Um, and whenever we've done that, we haven't. Uh, we've came out flat, so I kind of got away from doing that and just try to structure meetings and, um, and and things, productive things like that as we lead up to the game. And then we'll go out, you know, we go out at about 
um, 615, you know, snappers, kickers, returners, do that whole thing. Do a little uh, pat and go with the wide receivers and then team stretch, offense, defense, and then get off the seven and then get ready to run. So what is that environment like in a, in, on a Friday night in Oglethorpe? Like, okay, yeah. So, like, I was very, um, very pleased with the amount of people we have, you know, come to the games. Like, even um, even to the West Side game, once we were out of playoff contention, uh, you know, we had a ton of kids, ton of, ton of parents there, ton of community support. Um, and they're very, very passionate, too. So um, that's, a, that's a good thing. So they're in the game, and they're trying to – hard for us and, and all that stuff so it's it's a high energy environment and it's and it's more um I, 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 there's a lot more people um that come to those games and be coming in um what does football mean to the community of Oglethorpe county slash lexington well a lot of the kids like that I, you know they, a lot of their dads played um you know they talk about the times like uh, back in the 90s with coach stoudemire's dad um, and, and, you know, he's, he, he's a legend around there. And like some of those guys, you know, some of those parents played on those teams and stuff like that. So it's very, very connected. And I think along with that, um, they really go out of their way to support and, and try to do everything that they can to help the program as well. We had, we had 10 pregame meals um, this year and every single one of them was donated either by a church or a family. Uh, we didn't have to pay a dime for, for any of the pregame meals. And that's just such a blessing as look at, you know, cause that can, that can be thousands of dollars. Oh yeah. Um, what's on the team's playlist before games? Ooh. <laughs> uh, well, if they, they, they don't get to, we have somebody pick the, uh, the, the play pregame stuff, but at practice, there's a lot of, uh, oh, golly, I don't even, we, we, we kind of break it up by, by genre. So we'll have a, we'll have a rap day where they have a lot of, a uh, little baby, and then we'll have a, a country day, and then a, like an old school rap day, a lot of notorious big and stuff like that. So they get kind of into that. So it's just kind of it's kind of varied. Try to keep it mixed up, stuff like that. What's on your playlist? I I, I like that uh, that country that country day. I really get into that one. So uh... <laughs> nice. Um, let's see. Who are some coaches? that have had a big influence on you? Well, I would say definitely, um, you know, if I were to kind of crazy is, is I've learned a lot. Like I've learned something very specific about everybody I've worked for. So like when I went to um, West Hall, um, I worked for a guy named Mike Newton. Um, I learned that I had no idea what I was doing. And it was uh, evident because he was, I, I wanted to go to college and then, um, and then it's next thing you know, I'm meeting with the head coach, and he says, "You're gonna be the wide receiver coach." And I was like, "Okay." So, <laughs> but I did learn to love it, and so it is. That is another one of those things where it's like not how I envisioned it, but I'm very thankful for it. So I learned the value of hard work, you know, being on time, and, and little things like that from him. Um, then when I talk about uh, uh, Coach Riles, um, the level of detail and the level of organization. That he has, I mean, if you were to look at his self-scout books, I mean, he has everything ground down to the tiniest detail as far as how many times, you know, we ran a specific play, how many yards it got us, and whether it was effective or not, and stuff like that. So I, that was really eye-opening to me at first, um, and resonated with me. I'm a big data guy and stuff like that. So, um, And then with Coach Rock, um, we had some – you know, we had varied success there. I think his last year there, we went four and six. We had some two and eight seasons and stuff like that. But as far as running a program, like top to bottom, uh, being passionate um, and and really kind of it's to love what you're doing and love each other, uh, he was really big for me. Um, and then uh, uh, <clears throat> learned a lot of new uh, scheme-wise, Coach, Coach Luttrell, and character-wise. Um, you won't find a better guy than, than Coach Luttrell out there. He's the head coach at Hebron Christian Academy right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's, um, yeah, as far as like defensive scheme and stuff like that, a lot of the coverages we run, um, I stole when we were uh, when we were there. And then uh, Coach Lottie um, is another one of those guys who just overall program, um, <coughs> just run program. He's, he's uh, 
He's got a gr- bunch of great guys on his staff. Really enjoyed my time there as well. Um, Abern Christian's doing pretty good this year. They should be top, go deep in the playoffs, shouldn't they? Uh, well, they should. They're. Um, I think they. I can't remember who they match up with. Round, but they have a really tough like crossover region uh, and stuff like that. So they end up having to play like you know Prince Andrew Christian, Wesleyan, and uh, Holy Innocence, and some of those guys in the regular. Oh yeah. They should be ready for anybody that the and, and I think they play Darlington this week. So Coach Luttrell said they're they're a good team. So we'll see how it goes. I'm pulling for them. Darlington is pretty good. I've seen them play before this year. Yeah, uh, well, they played Hurd County, and yeah. Um. So, what's the best advice you've ever gotten from a coach, or in general? That's a uh, that's that's a good question. Um. I would say that your, um, you know, the 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 work you put in to be an above coach coach uh, coach Lester used to say this about being above reproach, and that really resonated with me as far as like in the classroom. And what's crazy, he taught weight training, but he, uh, you know, he he was never worried about an observation. He was always on in the classroom. Yeah, his system, and, and you know. He was going to be him, um, you know, any day, no matter what he had going on and, and stuff like that. So that was probably uh, being an above approach coach. That was probably the best advice I've, I've gotten. Um, what's the best advice you could give to somebody? Or what's the advice you would give to a, a new coach? Um, I would probably say when you're when you're coming into it, um, you know, you're going to have guys who've been there. And there's a time to um, don't don't get upset if if people don't take your ideas or or something like that. You know, get in there, <clears throat> do the do the grunt work like that. And then, if I really think about it realistically, if, I mean, to to learn the game. I mean, I'm still learning. You know, I still learn every day. I still you know still this off season. I'm going to go down to uh, Kennesaw Mountain with a buddy of mine, Coach uh, Carmine, who I used to work with, and. I'm going to go a bunch of different places. So, you know, be hungry to learn um, and, and be patient as far as, you know, having people take your ideas. Awesome. I don't live too far from Kenneth. I'm actually, I li- I, I'm actually live in Cartersville. So, oh, okay. Um, big football town. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. Um, let's see. Fun questions. Uh, favorite snack food. And you don't have to let your, your players know this. Favorite snack food. Well, I guess Reese's stand out, but it's not really a snack. I guess if it was a snack, it would either have it probably probably pickles, believe it or not. <laughs> oh, I haven't heard that one. <clears throat> yeah, I love pickles. I don't know why. Um, I love pickle juice. Um, but yeah, texture wise, it has to be a certain pickle. But I get you. Um, you. If you're going to a football game, what food do you have to have? Hmm. I think I'm, I'm a nacho guy at a, at a football game. I, I really like nachos, jalapenos, and stuff like that. I, I'd have to go nacho. Awesome. Uh, I always – I don't eat hot dogs outside of a football game. I can't oh, really? eat them. But yeah, that's that's my weird little thing. That's funny. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, what's your favorite or best southern saying you've ever heard? Southern saying? Yes, sir. Uh, you, you come over, you hit a lot of, uh, dadgummits, um, <laughs> our O-line coach is, he's got a, that country twang, dadgummit, and he'll say that his, uh, one of his players' names, he'll just yell at the top of his lungs, it's always, that's always really funny, um, uh, I know a few, well, let's see, I don't know, I can't think of anything right off the top, probably don't need to be on the podcast, I'm sure, <laughs> uh. Hey, I can put it explicit. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Best place to eat in Oglethorpe County? Ooh, uh, Blazers Wings right now for me, man. They do a great job. They do. Um, we've we've eaten some of the, you know, some wings from them on um, stuff like that. Lemon pepper. Uh, it's good. Blazers Wings, where it's at. Awesome. Awesome. Um, let's see. 
best sports memory you've ever had, and then let's do in person and then on radio or TV. Mm, okay. Um, in person, say, um, <laughs> um, we had when I was in um, it's my junior year in high school, uh, and we were uh, we were the four seed at West Hall, and we were going up to Northwest Whitfield to play them, and they were the one seed. And we ended, I believe we ended up beating them like 14 to 7 or something like that. And oh, wow. then our head coach, <laughs> our head coach is probably like 20 degrees, wind blowing, everything. Our our head coach, Tim Marchman, takes his shirt off and starts running around and yelling. And I was like, and that's just so out of character. <laughs> I just cannot believe, you know, because he's an old school, old school guy and all that kind of stuff. You just mm-hmm. never would see him doing something like that. That was, that was, that definitely stands out. Uh, and then on, um, on TV, um, you know, I know the Braves just won the World Series again, but believe it or not, I didn't even get to see it. So, uh, but I did see the one uh, we won in '95. So, I mean, that one still uh, resonates with me. That, and you know, when you're a kid, that's it's a bigger deal too. So, oh yeah. <clears throat> um, when you were playing at Westall, did you ever play against Oglethorpe? No, no, we didn't. We were, if I remember right, we were with like. Like we played Newton, we played Clark Central one time. Um, um, I guess it was twice, but um, so we played uh, Johnson. We always played Johnson, big crosstown rival. Mm. Big battle for the paddle now, where they have all the winners of every every game, and they give it to the school. That's kind of a cool little tradition. So, um, do you see Oglethorpe having any rivals like that? You know, I, it's it's kind of weird being at a one. It's not really a natural um, <laughs> rival, you know, but, um, you know, Athens Christian's close. Um, <clears throat> you know, uh, Green County's close, even though, uh, you know, Coach Milligan, I hadn't talked to him about scheduling next year or anything like that. But, um, yeah, I, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure who was who would be a, a good fit right there. Coach Milligan's a good guy. Like yeah. Him, Coach Finch and him are good, are good people. Was was Milligan there at Oglethorpe when you were there? He was there like after I got after I left. Coach Kane was there. Coach Buddy Kane. Oh yeah. There two years after I left, and then Milligan came in, um, and then he was there for a couple of years. But I was shocked to see him back at Green. But I'm, I mean, I'm glad he's still coaching. Yeah. Oh yeah. And we went over there and threw a summer, um, and so it was good to get to know him a little bit. <clears throat> Is Todd Clifton still coaching? He's not. Um, he he left uh, when when Coach Harris left. Well, I'm not sure where he's at. If he's still coaching or not, I never got to meet him. So, oh okay. Uh, some of the guys on my that, that stayed on with me, I'm sure some of them would know. But I've heard a lot of friends about him too. I was good friends with his son in high school. We uh, he was wrestling for Green County, and I wrestled for Oglethorpe. We we got to be really good friends. Oh okay. Very cool. Um, let's see. I guess I'll get you with a a uh, desert island questions, and I'll let you get out of here because okay. uh, I know you're I know you're busy. If you were gonna, if you were stranded on a desert island, what book would you take? Mm, that's a good one. Um, I do like to read. I'm called a coach right now, uh, Bobby. Um, mm-hmm. Let me as far as favorite overall. Um, <laughs> Failing forward. Failing forward. John Maxwell, failing forward. Awesome. Um, what about movie? What movie would you take? Oh, Fight. <laughs> yeah, that uh, one. That's still my favorite after all these years. Um, what album would you take? Oh, that's a good one. Um, man, I don't know. Hmm. Um, Okay, all right. yeah, probably a Michael Jackson greatest hits album. Nice. Never, never gets old. I haven't I got that. Like anything yet. else I listen to would get old. So, <laughs> um, okay, favorite sports movie. Um, let's see, Rocky Four. All right. What about no uh, football movie? Favorite football movie, Facing the Giants. I love that movie. It's such a good movie. Yes. Um, remember the Titans was a close second for me, but yeah. oh yeah, yeah that was yeah for sure. I, I just thought and facing. I'll let you get out. 
inspirational. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, oh yeah, I was just definitely. saying, I thought, yeah, it was very inspirational. Um, last question, I'll let you get out of here. Um, how many guys do you have returning for next year, and how does next season look out for you guys? Um, well, our quarterback's returning. We got on the defensive line. Um, we'll have four guys have started games for us returning. Um, <clears throat> we do lose um, tight ends and defensive end is a really good player. Uh, Peyton. Um, we lose our we lose Nate Brown, who's our running back in our corner. Uh, he was a thousand yard rusher this year. He was he was a good player. Um, wow. But we do have we had a lot of sophomores that. Um, and, so, and a couple of juniors, so like um, Nate Irwin at wide receiver. We lose Henry Johnson at wide receiver, but we have freshman named um, who's really special. Um, he's long, and as soon as he gets some um, gets some time in the weight room, he's fast. Too. He got a chance to be special, um, and then just a lot of guys who were who were tenth graders that played spot time and stuff like that. You know, I think the biggest thing is going to be our quarterback having another year in our system. Really awesome. Uh, so, we're moving forward. I look forward to seeing what you guys do next year. Um, I know the cross-country team made it to state this weekend, and I could yep. never find any results. How did they do at state this weekend? I want to say it was like um, uh, girls got fifth, boys got seventh maybe. They both were in the top ten. Nice. Uh, I'm not, don't quote me on that, though. I'm not, real, I'm not 100% sure. Double A is really tough, though. You've got Blakely County, and they're always good. Um, yeah. And then – but. And then some other teams, but Bleckley's always top of the cream of the crop, so that's a tough – Double-A's always tough. And when yeah. we were there, it was always tough because the private schools would get one, two, three, and then we'd right. fourth. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. So, Coach, it's been a blast getting to know you, getting to know your program, and I, I hope we can catch up next year and talk about next season and, you know, uh, just see what next year holds for you guys. For sure, absolutely. Is there anything you would like to plug before we get out of here? Um, no, I mean, just, uh, I just, Oakthorpe County is a great place. It's a great community administration support. is great. And, uh, the kids are great. So, I mean, um, when you got all that in place, it's hard not to be successful in the future. If people want to follow you and Oakthorpe County athletics or football, where should they go? Uh, on Twitter, I believe we're OC Patriots. Uh, all right. Sorry about that. Oh, you're no, no good. No problem. Um, if people want to uh, follow Oakland County Athletics and follow you and follow the football program, where can they go? Uh, they on Twitter they can go um, at OC Patriot FB, um, and then I'm at Coach Holland Seven. So awesome. Well, Coach, it's been a blast. Uh, like I said, I look forward to talking to you next year about uh, the start of the season and the progress in Oakland County Athletics. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. You have a blessed day. All right, you too. Bye.